This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, May 21st. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Bozeman, don't touch the farm bill. Stabenow, not ready for cattle hearing. And Vilsack slams 30 by 30 critics. Stabenow and Bozeman at odds over farm bill funding. Senate Agriculture Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow says she's continuing to work on getting increased funding for conservation programs included in an upcoming climate infrastructure package. But the committee's top Republican, John Bozeman of Arkansas, pushing back against including the funding in a reconciliation bill without GOP input. Stabenow and Bozeman both weighed in on the issue during an informal joint appearance with reporters after a committee hearing yesterday. I would hope we're not going to rewrite the next farm bill through reconciliation, Bozeman said. Stabenow responded with assurances that the 2023 farm bill would be written by the committee. But Bozeman persisted, making clear that he's still concerned that the spending provisions could shape the structure of the next farm bill. Massive changes in farm bill policy don't need to come about through reconciliation with no input from Republicans and really very little input from Democrats. Take note, USDA issued a strategy yesterday for advancing climate-smart agriculture that depends heavily on using existing programs and policies to help farmers adopt new conservation practices. Stab it out. Cattle market price problems? Complicated. Chairwoman Stabenow says cattle groups and processors need to come together on a solution to address wide profit margins between live cattle prices and boxed beef cutouts before she'll hold a hearing on the issue. The challenge is, I don't think there is a consensus around what the solution is, but certainly those are really important issues, she said. When asked when a hearing on the cattle market price transparency as well as mandatory livestock price reporting could take place, the law authorizing livestock market reporting expires in September. Keep in mind, during a recent closed-door meeting, producer groups agreed among themselves on some action items on cattle pricing. Those included renewal of the reporting law, as well as equal treatment for formula and cash transactions, and development of a new processing capacity. Vilsack accuses 30 by 30 critics of scare tactics. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack doesn't mince words when asked about continued claims that the administration is trying to take 30% of U.S. ag land out of production through its 30 by 30 initiative. House and Senate Republicans have introduced legislation to block the America the Beautiful plan, which seeks to bolster voluntary farm conservation programs to reach its goal of conserving 30% of the nation's land and water by 2030. North Dakota Senator Kevin Kramer said the administration, quote, is paving the way for another attempted land grab by the federal government. We have stated repeatedly, very clearly, what this is and what it isn't, Vilsack told AgriPulse. The administration's initial blueprint for what is also known as the 30 by 30 initiative, we honor and respect private property rights, Vilsack said, and ask, does that sound like a land grab? GOP critics just want to scare people. 
people want us to work together, and there is nothing in that report that would concern a farmer or rancher because it's really saying, gosh, we're doing good stuff. We need to do more of it, he said. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. U.S. ships more than a million tons of corn to China in second week of May. China has been buying a lot of U.S. corn for delivery in the 21-22 marketing year recently, but fiscal shipments of 2020-21 corn are also moving to Chinese ports. That according to the latest USDA weekly trade data. U.S. shipped just over a million metric tons of U.S. corn to China in the seven-day period of May 7th to 13th, according to a report yesterday. Those shipments helped to push the second week of May to a marketing year high of more than 2.2 million tons for total U.S. corn exports to all destinations. But China also continues to commit to new purchases of U.S. crop corn. Just yesterday, USDA announced yet another export sale of U.S. corn to China for delivery in the 21-22 marketing year. That was one for 1.22 million tons, and it brings the tally for Chinese new crop U.S. corn purchases to 10.74 million tons. Now take note, USDA made a major error on the amount for an export sale and subsequent shipment of U.S. beef to the Netherlands. The U.S. sold and then shipped about 34 metric tons of beef to Dutch buyers during the May 7-13 to 13 period, not 33,700 tons, as was incorrectly reported. CP requests KC Southern drop rival proposal. Canadian Pacific Railway is asking the Kansas City Southern Board of Directors to reject a recent acquisition proposal by Canadian National Railway, citing Department of Justice concerns. In a letter to KCS yesterday, CP President and CEO Keith Creel said his company believes, quote, the KCS board has a clear path to conclude that the level of risk surrounding a CN-KCS transaction and CN's ability to close into a voting trust are too high. Take note. On Monday, the Surface Transportation Board decided they will use stricter rules of scrutiny on CN's merger proposal over CP's. Department of Justice filed comments with the Surface Transportation Board last Friday, saying CN's proposal raises sufficient competition concerns. CP has declined to increase its $25 billion offer to KCS. CN offered $33.6 billion. Forrester's shared tax increase worries with Senate. Some forest owners tell the Senate Ag Committee yesterday that the Biden administration's tax proposals could be devastating to their operations. The president wants to tax capital gains at death. 
taxes on farms and other family-owned businesses would be deferred as long as they stay in operation, and heirs would lose their stepped-up basis. Either timber will not be cut in order to not have the tax applied, or it's going to be cut really quickly before the tax is raised, said Joe Fox, president of the National Association of State Foragers, told the meeting. Stabenow told reporters after the hearing there is, quote, a lot of support from our side for shielding family-owned farms and businesses from the tax. Here's today's He Said It. That is their 401k. That is their pension plan. That is all of their savings. The idea that they're going to get taxed at a much higher rate is simply not fair. That Senate Ag Ranking Member John Bozeman, the Arkansas Republican, on the impact on farms of taxing capital gains at death. The administration's plan would defer the tax liability as long as the farm stays in operation. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, May 21st. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak. I'm Jeff Dowling.